afternoon, everyone. This is Catrice with Check Your Business. Um, I am coming to you today live from um, Graphic Grooves Consulting. And today I wanted to go um, dig a little deeper into the different types of businesses that you can own as far as um, whether it be a sole proprietorship, partnership, limited liability, all the information and just give um, touch on that just a little bit so that people can um, understand what each one of them does and some of the benefits of each one of them and then some of the risk. Um, what I will tell you, though, is that I, I, I know just enough to be dangerous, but if you're you're looking to get more information, it would be really good if you talk to someone that does um, that's a tax consultant. They be, And the reason why I say a tax consultant is because they're the ones at the end of the year, whenever you get ready to do your taxes, um, will be able to give you a lot of the information that will help you make the, the right decision concerning this. So um, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get started. So basically, there are several different types of businesses that you can have. Um, the first one I discussed earlier was a sole proprietorship. And a sole proprietorship is basically you can put you can you basically work as a contractor. Um, you can put everything underneath your Social Security number or you can actually contact the IRS and get an I-10. Um, and if you do that, then, you know, you you'll need to go to move forward and get, you know, the state tax ID and all the information concerning that so that you're able to um, to to run the business thoroughly. Now, the, what the thing with the the sole proprietorship is that um, if you run a high risk business and you have a sole proprietorship, you're basically putting yourself um, financially. Um, at risk. And I say that because what happens is like, for example, if you own um, something where, uh, let's say you sell pencils and someone stabs themselves by mistake with a pencil, um, and then they decide they want to sue you. And if they went in court um, concerning that, they, they not only get to take your like some assets from your business, but they can also take your personal assets as well. So um, sole proprietorship um, is for someone that has a low risk business. Like if you're doing um, a service or um, your products are um, protected by someone else so that they're able to, you know, make sure that, that no one is, can, uh, can come back and sue you or, or do damage to you. If someone falls in front of your place, if you, if you're on a sole proprietorship, um, you know, and they decide they want to sue you because of them falling in front of the brick and mortar, they can come after you and your assets. So it's really important that you kind of know um, what you're doing with that if you're going to have a sole proprietorship. The the best thing that people normally do is um, that they'll get um, a limited liability um, business, which is where... Um, if you have something happen to you, uh, they 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 can they can as far as the business is concerned, they can deal with the business aspect of it, but they can't come after your personal assets. So uh, that's that's the you know that that's basically what you're going to deal with when you have sole proprietorship. Now, if you are a contractor and most of your stuff is you know 
done where you don't really have to have interaction with a lot of people and it's just done online or if it's something where you're doing um, a service like uh, some kind of an online service where you're you're delivering you know products or um, people can order through your website or however um, then sole proprietorship might be the best thing for you because it is basically for people that have really low risk um, opportunity where they can't be sued or nothing can come back on them. So that would be something that you would want to look at concerning that. Um, the next one is partnership. Now the partnership, um, I'm going through that now with a, one of my, um, I have a business partner and uh, we're, we're, we haven't gotten completely to the, like the partnership part of it, but we're going through the contract. And um, when you are dealing with partners, there's a lot of information that you have to tackle concerning how you want your, your partnership to come um, to, to actually work. And it's usually two companies um, that come together or two people that come together and agree on how they're going to um uh, divvy up the funds, how they're going to, um, who's going to put, um, put money into the business, um, how they're going to, um, pay out like, you know, people that they may have to, as far as like this, the part of the services that may be needed. And it's a lot of information that goes into that, but it's really important to know that, um, if whoever you do a partnership with, it needs to be somebody that you trust. Um, and the reason why I say that is because I've, I've gone into partnerships a couple of times with a couple of different pe um, groups of people. And the one thing that I noticed that um, if, if, if because it wasn't spelled out in a contract like it is now, the, the people that I was trying to do business with and partner with, they were they they did not uphold the end of their bargain. So um, it, I, I quickly before, you know, it got too serious back out of the, the whole partnership and, and decided to do something different. So you want to make sure that if you do a partnership, that you have everything in place as far as the contract is concerned. And there's several different contracts. You can go online and look up partnership contracts and they have them for your state so that you're able to literally find out what you would like to have. And you can even even download them for free, copy and paste them and use them, print them out and use them um, for um, partnerships. So be mindful that before you decide to be with someone that, that might be a partner, that you literally know this person and you trust them enough to want to be partners with them. Because if the business goes sour, a lot of times it ends the relationship that you have with the person. So that's something that you want to think about later on down the road. Um, Normally, whenever you do partnerships, it is it is also a limited liability um, partnership so that if anything goes wrong, like if someone decides to sue or something happens that can create an issue where there's money involved, it does not attack you personally. It attacks the business. So and if the business needs to close, it, it can, but it does not attack anything. It doesn't come after your personal assets. And so um, you want to look at the wording in the contract make sure that you have all that information in there so that that if something should happen you you cover yourself and there's no no problem with you losing anything and then um i've discussed limited liability for a second but limited liability is basically where um you can um deal with the profits and losses and get um get them past your personal income without um basically having um to, uh, to face corporate taxes. So 
what that means is uh, you you can um, with a limited liability, you basically have to to make sure that you're able to um, deal with getting getting your funds. But and then the way I was it was explained to me is that you you're not with that you're not able to really we're have to worry about um, being taxed like um, a regular corporation, but in the same manner with the limited liability, you still have to do certain things um, um, with it. So like, for example, uh, you need to make sure that you're paying your your Medicare and your Social Security um, taxes. If you are a sole proprietor, you don't really have to worry about that as much. Um, um, you can do that later on down the road or if you choose to, but it doesn't necessarily have to be done because you're a contractor. But with limited liability, you have to pay those um, taxes towards Medicare and Social Security. And... Um, uh, what else? Um, if you are a um, medium or a high risk business, like if you let's say that you have a T-shirt business and there's um, the T-shirts are defective where it causes you to get um, if when you put it on, it causes someone to get pink eye. Well, <laughs> that's a high risk. And so because it, depending on where some of the stuff comes from, like the materials come from, it could cause like something to happen. And if that's the case, then you can be sued. But if you have limited liability, um, it, they can only, like I said before, take and sue the company. They can't really touch you as in your personal assets. So it protects you. Um, for your personal assets, as opposed to dealing with um, the the other one, which was a sole proprietorship, and then there's a corporation, um, which is somewhat like a sole proprietorship. Well, it's not; it's at all like it. It's more like the um, LLC, which is the Unlimited Liability Corporation, uh, but with um, I'm sorry, the Limited Liability Company. Um, with the corp with the corporation, there's several different types of corporations that you can look at. You have the C corporation, you have an S corporation, you have a B corporation. Um, there's quite a few of those, and depending on how they're set up, um, the it, it you have it it really deals with you having to pay taxes um, differently. Um, in some cases, the corporate um, Corporate tax, um, corporate profits are taxed twice, um, and then uh, when it comes to the company making a profit, again, um, when dividends are paid out and the shareholders are getting their money, it's also to, um, put on your tax returns, and so you pay taxes on it again. But the difference with um, having that as opposed to a sole proprietorship or a limited liability is that they have a lot more benefits as far as like the the tax cuts so it just depends on what your what you how you if you have a really good um, tax person so um, again I'm just giving you like the the bits and pieces of it so please don't don't um, 
hold it against me if I don't know everything. And that's why I say it's really important to talk to somebody that is a um, tax person because they can really explain it a lot more deeper. And um, eventually I'll be having people come on on um, this particular sh um, show and, and explain some things really in depth so that we can get a really good feel as to, you know, what some of these things are and it will help um, get people to understand more. But the, I'm just, again, my, jo my job on this is to give you just enough information so that you know um, where to go, where to look and who to talk to concerning certain things. And um, with me as a business consultant, I, I, I have uh, team members that I, I literally talk to and they are able to, you know, help me out with this information. So, um, I'm, that's where I pulled it from. But um, in the future, uh, if you needed to have some kind of consulting done, I would definitely point you into the right direction of who you can speak to concerning that. So that would be good. And then the next one that you want to look at is a nonprofit. Now, the nonprofit is tax exempt, as you know, but if you have employees or um, people that are that work in the nonprofit area, um, you still have to pay the, the 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 Medicare and the Social Security taxes and um, take care of a, a, a few little few a few different things that would would um, help the business. But for most part, um, the nonprofit um, is organized as a charity. So a lot of the, um, they get a lot more benefits and, um, they don't pay, um, state or federal income taxes to my understanding, um, on any pro profits that they make. So it just depends on how you have it, have it set up. Um, there's now the, the thing that I was talking to with a client earlier is that there's a 501c3 and then there's a state nonprofit. And so um, if you chose to do just a state nonprofit, you may have to pay the um, on the, 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 I, the IRS on some stuff. So if you're trying to avoid paying the IRS, you need to become a 501c3. But if what you're doing is just a local, um, locally done, then nine times out of 10, um, you don't really need to get the 501c3. The 501c3 um, is expensive depending on how you get it done. They have a long form and a short form. And if you do the long form, I think you pay like $200 more. But if you do the short form, it's like $400 for it. But you really need to know what you're doing when you set those forms up. It's really important that you have somebody that can walk you through the steps and, and make sure that you have your board members and everything in place for that um, so that you don't um, make any mistakes and then have the IRS coming after you or the state coming after you for, for not filling out the information correctly. And then the final one that um, we that you look at is the uh, corporate co cooperative. And that is a combination of either people or businesses working together to do something that's going to benefit um, not just the people like the shareholders, but also benefit um, people that might be within the community. So um, a lot of companies now are setting up as cooperatives, which is really good because they're not just looking to make money, but they're also looking to, to give a benefit to um, the people outside of the company. And um, uh, the 
what you get in return from that, it really um, comes like full circle. So um, that's pretty much everything that I can tell you as far as um, these different things. Uh, one of the things about um, the cooperative is that members can become part of the cooperative by purchasing shares. Uh, and um, though the amount of the shares they, they, they share, uh, um, they hold doesn't really affect the weight of, of anybody's vote. So with the cooperative, you still have a board of directors and you have all kinds of things that you are looking at. And yes, I'm reading part of this from a um, piece of paper that I have, but it, it's, it, it's the information that was given to me concerning um, uh, these different things. But again, you really want to go in and look and talk to someone that is a tax person that can give you like more in-depth information. This was basically something that will get you started in thinking about what type of business you want to have, um, if it's and how you want to have it set up structurally. So if you have any questions concerning that, um, please feel free to give me a buzz. And if I don't know something, I will research it for you. You can also message me on um on um on the, the, this episode and ask questions and I'll be more than happy to, to answer the questions. And like I said, if I don't have the answer, I will find it. So that's something that I love doing is research. Um, I would like to thank all of you for listening to um, check your business and hopefully uh, you'll be uh, signing up for some of the workshops that I have, or if you need, have any questions and need to talk to me about any kind of business concerns, please give me a buzz um, or, or email me at eight five sorry, email me at graphicgroups1 at gmail.com. And I'd be love, it would be lovely to hear from you. The final thing I want to say is, again, we have a an event coming up on um, March the 12th and 13th, sorry, May the 12th and 13th, which is going to be um, a business expo coming up. And if you are a business owner and you are in the Gulf Coast area, which is Texas, um, Louisiana, Mississippi, Florida, Georgia, um, Tennessee, Alabama, any of those areas, you want to come to this event. This event is going to be huge. We've already got quite a few people that have signed on as um, vendors, as well as people that are um, coming on as sponsors. So um, if you're interested in being a part of that, please go to www.thepowerlinkexpo dot com again www.thepowerlinkexpo.com and um i'd like to thank you for checking your business have a good day